0: Lovers quarrel. It's
1: a long, sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool.
0: And it's your girl, Danny, your solemnly sullen squid. Hmm.
1: Okay. A solemnly what? Sullen. What does that mean?
0: Sullen means, like, a little sad.
1: Okay, what got you sad, Danny?
0: Oh, we can jump right into our elevator, because I was going to talk about it then. Oh,
1: that's your elevator? Uh Uh-huh. Well, if that's the case, let's uh, do a proper introduction. If this mm-hmm. is your first time listening to Lovers Quarrel, welcome. It's your second time. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. If this is your third or more time. You are family. You are a, a lover, as I like to call you. Danny calls you family or whatever. But listen, you're a lover to me. Um, this is yet another episode of Lovers Quarrel with Danny and TJ, and welcome.
0: <laughs> hey. How are you, my good
1: sir? Um, I'm good. You know, Uh had a very busy weekend and uh, yes, you did. my family came down and visited me and uh, Anaya left us. And this is the first time in like months that it's just been us three. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just going to be some, some getting used to. But, you know, how are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm good. It's like, same reasons as part of my elevator uh half of my elevator talk for today, but I'm good. Work is definitely busy as hell. Um, That was TJ's phone for the record. And um, I am, you know, just trying to like really stay on top of things at work. I set my alarm for like super early. So I'm praying I can get up and get some stuff knocked out before people start emailing and I have to start joining conference calls um, because that is the most... mm, among other things, one of the most annoying things about teleworking is that you really can't get a whole lot done because you're always on somebody else's meeting. So it's like hard to like get caught up when you're always in a meeting about what else you need to do. So I'm sure some of y'all out here can identify with it. And it is definitely a first world problem. I'm not complaining about not having a job. So, you know, I appreciate the, 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 the headache that it is, but it's still a headache nonetheless. But I'm good other than that. Um... Do you want to jump into our elevator?
1: We can. Okay. I want to go up, so you want to go down, so you can start it off.
0: Yes, I'm going down and up. So. so
1: you see, going down and up. Yes. All right, we well, can start down and then go up.
0: Cool. <clears throat> going down. So, um, yeah, I said I was a little sullen, a little sad because, like TJ touched on, um, my baby cousin left us this weekend. She finally went back to New York, and. Between her and my other baby cousin, um, even though they're far from babies, uh, went, we're down here. They were down here, like, basically, what, like, like almost two months or something like that? Like, between, like, a month to two months between the two of them? And, you know, between their parents and basically, like, we've had this little, like, extended bubble of, peop- of people that have joined us um, and stayed with us for an extended period of time for safety um, reasons and to just support us. And... You know, like TJ said, they everybody, you know, packed up and headed back to their respective homes today, and I'm a little sad because it has been, honestly, like, one of the best, you know, times, especially, like, everybody can't be around their extended family for long periods of time, and this was nothing short of, like, a pleasure to have them around, and, like, even when my, you know, my in-laws come in and spending time with us, um, during part of the time too it's all been it's all been really great and fun and like helpful and so yeah I'm just a little sad to see everybody going even though you know it's just me and TJ and Tatum in the house right now and that's cool too but Lord knows that um we loved and appreciated the company and the help and we miss them already um but
1: those footsteps you hear is Tatum so um (laughs) yeah you know we had to let her know that we were recording and she r- ran back out but yeah I knew norm
0: exactly um but that was why i'm a little down but i'm gonna go back up and um i just want to touch on how my birthday that um just passed and my birthday was on the 16th um was high key one of the best birthdays i've ever had you know We were able to celebrate um, with some, you know, close family and close friends, Um, you know, remaining safe, of course, mask and hand sanitizer and all that jazz, Um, but really, like, it was honestly everything I could have um, wanted, you know, I don't need much to make me happy, and um, the best part, um, the best and the sweetest part was definitely courtesy of TJ and um that had to do with my birthday cake so one thing um that you know obviously you guys are if you've ever listened to an episode or a few episodes you know about the story about my dad and my dad was um actually a very good baker like that was his bag and he used to you know his little side passion hustle and he would um bake um a few like signature cakes so uh, cheesecake, rum cake, and then also pineapple upside down cake, which was my favorite. And when he passed and we were cleaning out everything, we found recipes for all his other cakes except for pineapple upside down cake. And essentially, you know, I th- my mom said that she figured she thinks that my dad just kind of knew that one, how to make that one for the longest. So he never wrote it down. And that's why there was no way to, you know, find it. So I had my basically um, made the decision. You know, not made the decision, but I kind of understood that this was not going to be a cake that I was going to be able to partake in anymore. Um, the last one my dad made me was for my 30th birthday, and um, that was the last birthday that he was here with us. So um, TJ took it upon himself to inquire with my family on my dad's side and my sister and to try and um, locate or, you know, piece together the recipe, and he... um, Long story short, he recreated my dad's pineapple upside-down cake for me for my birthday this year. Um, uh, A few tears were shed, and I was so very, you know, moved and impressed. And, you know, it was just the sweetest, like, kindest, nicest gesture that I've had from him in a, you know, not in a very long time. But, like, you know, that was, like, for my birthday. And it was, like, it meant more to me than, you know, anything else he could have he could have gotten me. Um, and for the record, while the cake did not taste exactly like my dad's, it was a damn good pineapple upside-down cake. It was really, really close. I think it had more to do with the pan that he was able, he had to use, because we didn't, we missed out on those corners. But TJ put his foot in that thing, and so now, y'all, if you are a fan of pineapple upside-down cake, TJ can make that shit from scratch, and it was awesome. And I'm very, very grateful. So. Those are my two elevators. I went down and I went up. And with that, I yield to my husband.
1: I'm going to go up. All right. But I need you to do it because social distance, I'm not getting in your elevator. I don't know One party time. at a time. Okay.
0: Exactly. <clears throat> going up.
1: So um, I feel like the last few times that we recorded, I was on a on down end and... I decided that I'm not gonna be a negative Nancy, mm-hmm. um, so we're gonna go up, um, multiples, I have multiple ups. So um, one up that I've had recently is on IG. Now I, I, I know you know I say social media is the devil all the time, but it has some wins. So mm-hmm. there's a social media I don't wanna call him a comedian, but figure, public figure, and Ray Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he has been high key, low key, my favorite thing to watch. Just the way that he tells the stories and, you know, the way he, he, he kind of gives you that throwback of what's been going on and um, not not what's been going on, but like things we used to do. So, like, he's talked about, like, different porn stars. He's talked about um <laughs> the Prada sneakers, he talked about the boost mobiles, the sidekicks, he talked about just just different stuff that when you were growing up, you remember. Um, and, you know, I reached out to him to just tell him that, you know, me and Danny are fans, and, and that we appreciate um, what he does, and, you know, I think it's super dope um, just to kind of have that nostalgia feel, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's a feel-good moment during a time that's not a feel-good time. So, um, I'm gonna add his his uh, IG on here. Follow him. Like I said, he's funny as hell to me, um, and he's been a bright spot during his dark time. Another thing is uh, LeBron James Foundation um, has created housing for disadvantaged families Dope. to battle homelessness, and um, I just thought that was just awesome. Um, you know, uh, LeBron is becoming one of my favorites. I mean, Kobe's still the goat to me, but LeBron is it's kinda like for me how like Drake and Jay-Z are my 1A1B, LeBron and Kobe are my 1A1B. Um but the things that LeBron does and, and and do and you know, he hasn't let me down. <laughs> so um I just think it's super dope of what he's doing for, for, for his city. And and it's just super inspiring, right? And 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 it just it makes me want to do more because it's just like, you know we could all be doing more. We can all be more mindful. We can all be more caring. We can all give back different ways. And, you know, he's really using his platform to really make changes for, for people, you know, um, for his people, you know. Um, the units are intended to give needy families, uh, needy families immediate shelter in cases of homelessness, domestic violence, and other issues. It also um, it, it will also serve meals to the families among among its several amenities. It also has a study space, a physical activity area and a community garden in which families will learn to grow and harvest their own fruits and vegetables. Wow. The things that he's doing for for the community in, in, in Cleveland is amazing. Sorry, Akron. Mm-hmm. Like, again, we've never seen an athlete do the things that LeBron is doing. Um, and I, I I think that all our athletes, all our people of power need to kind of look out for the people who are forgotten, mm-hmm. the people who aren't um, thought of, you know, so um, definitely check that out. And, you know, I think it's I just think it's amazing at, at, at the things that LeBron is doing, the way that he speaks about the social injustices, the way that he's spoken up about, you know, women's pay, everything. I just think it's I just think he's a phenomenal human being, um, and, and it's bigger than basketball. So um, definitely,
0: he's been my favorite. You know, we, he's my best friend in my mind. Just saying, I know how to call him. That's all. But you sound like a real bird, right there. I right know there. that was on purpose, though. Um, so yeah, no, I believe really, I think that that's dope. It's so, and it's it's such an amazing use of his resources, his finances, his platform. And giving back to his own community. And we, you know, everybody is on LeBron. and Everybody, as far as character and access and resources. But the fact of the matter is that there are plenty of people out here who really could be doing the same damn thing. And, or could be doing more giving back and aren't. So I feel like, you know, people really need to take a page from his book in order to understand that, like, this doesn't work if we all don't give back. And we all don't support each other in some way or another.
1: No, definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. And and again, the average person may not be able to do what LeBron can do, but it doesn't mean that several that several average people can get together and, and make change. Um
0: and even you know, everybody doesn't have to do it to the extent that he does it. It's just like if you can make make and enact change in your own small way, every little bit helps.
1: No, definitely. Um so back home in New York, um, is a group of promoters um, who came together and they formed their own super team so they call themselves the roundtable experience hmm and back in like uh, June they did for, for Juneteenth they did a bike ride charity bike ride and they raised money and they donated $1,300 to the national bail fund network but just something as simple as that right these promoters who they're promoting parties but they also use their their platform to be able to uh, do something dope, such as a Juneteenth bike ride during COVID. I know people may be like, "What?" But they did that. They raised money, and and they've been raising money and donating. So I, you know, I it it, it sparks me wanting to do more mm-hmm. and finding ways that we can do more. And you know, maybe we can partner up with other people to just do more. But it, you know, it's it, it's good to to give back and to help those who who need it. Absolutely. Know? So.
0: Well, I think that that's a great way to continue to look at things positively and how we can kind of make, you know, lemonade out of the bullshit. Lemon's life is throwing our way or, and has been throwing our way. So good. That's exciting. Um, now, are we getting off the elevator? Let me ask you.
1: Yeah, I'm done.
0: Okay. Um, and with that said, it is now time for our relationship tip of the week. Um,
1: Why are you talking like that?
0: Because I felt funny, I don't know, I just, I don't know. But obviously you're not a fan, so I'll talk normal. (laughs) Um, The relationship tip of the week, um, I'll go first. And my tip is to, in whatever way, shape, or form that you can, and of course safely, is to escape the everyday when you have a moment. So I say that to say because recently, this past weekend, um, there was an opportunity for TJ and I to have, well, for me to have some, like, true me time and be able to kind of hang out by myself, um, and then hang out with TJ uninterrupted, um, and outside of our house. So at first I was a little hesitant because I'm just like, you know, obviously we're living in obviously very uncertain times, but, um... I thought about it some more, and and TJ, you know, presented a very strong, solid case, and so I went ahead and did that, and I was able to really kind of just like even if it was for like a night, it was you know even though it was just for a night, even though it was um, you know kind of work related, so it wasn't everything that you know we weren't like uninterrupted time together, but TJ and I really got a, I got an opportunity to kind of just kind of be by myself and un- unwind and decompress. And then when once TJ, you know, finished up with what he had to do for work, he and I were able to just to hang out, me and him, with no one, you know, no family, no Tatum. And, you know, those moments are few and far between, especially now because of the current climate. So I'm glad that we were able to take a, a beat and just kind of escape the everyday. And I, I encourage you all to do that um, because, Even the best scenarios and the best case situations, you still kind of either get tired of it or sometimes it gets a little monotonous or it becomes, you know, sometimes you don't realize that you did need a little bit of alone time, either with your significant other or by yourself. And when you can and where you can, sometimes just to mix it up or just to kind of reconnect with yourself, I say escape the everyday every once in a while. But that's it. That's all I got.
1: So For my tip, I'm going to say, uh, especially with Corona, if Corona showed us anything, um, it showed us that we should celebrate everything. Um, take the pictures, cherish the moments um, and, you know, do because we we don't get these things back. Right. So like when you do a dope event or you, you know, like Danny said, we uh, for, for work work. Um, we had to stay in in a hotel in Baltimore City, right? And Danny wasn't too sure about it, but we were able to, you know, with convincing her, she came and I feel like we had a a great time of just Danny and TJ time. And that was like the first time that we've just had just us. Um, But I'm also just thinking like, you know, um, Danny said to me recently, like, we don't have a lot of pictures together. And, you know, for me, it's just like, I don't have to take a picture because I'm living it, but, this has showed us that you know, take take the pictures, you know, do the extra stuff, and and even with that, right? My mother came, and I was kissing Tatum goodbye because I was about to go um, on on my work trip, and my mother was like, she wanted a picture, and at first I'm like, <sighs> mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing this, but I wanted to oblige my mother, and then you know, the picture came out fire, and it's like my 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 screensaver, and you know, I thank my mother for that, you know, but you know cherish the moments take the pictures and and, and celebrate it you know um when this episode dropped me and Danny would have been officially dating for 16 years Mm -hmm. um and you know um we're gonna celebrate it the best way that we can with a COVID world but you know um we're definitely gonna celebrate it And you know 16 years is is a long time I've known her longer I've known her half my life pretty much Mm -hmm. um and you know um All my formative years and all my productive years have been with Danny by my side. And, you know, you just have to cherish those moments and and relive those moments and enjoy those moments. So yeah, you know, um, if anything COVID has taught me is that cherish those moments, embrace those moments, and don't, you know, don't be too cool to take a picture or too cool to do stuff. Like, because you never know when we're going to have another pandemic or another time where, you know, mm-hmm. so.
0: I, I totally agree. So I think we both, I, I think we should call it a draw as far as relationship tips this week because they were both dope. Um, but y'all, you know, I think to speak to both me and TJ's points is like we are in a situation now where you kind of, on one end, one is, should sweat the small stuff, or I should say make, it. you should cherish the small things, but then not sweat the small stuff. So, you know, keep that in mind when you're engaging and interacting with the people that you love the most, that, you know, we're all just trying to do what we can and how where we can and how we can. Um, and TJ and I are very blessed and fortunate to have the... The resources and the finances and this time and the space and the energy to do certain things and we know that that's not the reality for everyone so to whatever degree that you can you know take the picture quote unquote or escape the everyday I think you should do it and we think you should do it um but we're gonna go ahead and transition into our um oh wait isn't it time for my word of the week?
1: your word of the week?
0: like you give me the word of the week and then i spell it correctly I mean,
1: yeah i mean technically that's how it's supposed to go but yeah What okay. is it your word of the week though i
0: mean it's your word of the week but then i you know elevate it and make it a better segment because i spell the word um
1: i guess you you can you can have that if you know i don't think it's your word of the week but
0: mm-hmm. um let's see do you think you got something to stump me you over there grinning
1: no I'm I'm about something different, but oh okay. Let's see what. I'm Rebecca glad to see your teeth. Says. Let's see what Rebecca says.
0: Extenuating. 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 Okay.
1: No, that's too easy.
0: I mean, I know. Yeah. You don't want to do exten? We can do extenuating. I mean, is it? Are you reneging?
1: Hackneyed. Let's do that one. Hackneyed. Is a word for language that doesn't pack a punch since it's overused and trite. Roses are red, violets are enough already. That's hackneyed stuff.
0: Can you have him say it again? Because.
1: Come on, Roger.
0: Hackneyed. Hackneyed.
1: One more time. Hackneyed. Hackneyed. Okay, spell it for you.
0: No, but I, I need you to stop pronouncing it because I feel like when you pronounce it, it throws me off. Hacknade. Um, Even though you switched it up from extenuating, but hack-need. hack Hackneed or hacknade. One more time.
1: Hold on, sorry. Come on, Roger.
0: it he has an accent, that's like okay.
1: Roger doesn't want to say it no more. Hacknade. There it goes. Oh, <sighs> okay. One more time.
0: Eight.
1: A- Hacknade. There you go. Can you knew I- one more time. No, I just want I- to make sure. I'm just right.
0: Okay. Um, H a c k n. hackneyed h-a-c-k-n-i-e-d
1: wrong let's get it
0: how is it pronounced i mean how's it spell
1: h-a-c-k-n-e-y-e-d
0: n-e-y-e-d that's what i was trying to figure out but the pronunciation well he had an accent and you aren't, i said hackneyed. but your pronunciations aren't like well you lost I mean, that's, that's fine. And now I'm
1: smiling even more.
0: Your pronunciations are stump also true. like, you didn't stump stumped. me. Stumped. But you don't. Stumped. Listen, that's not your area of strength. So therefore, I'm left, I'm, left, I'm left, you know, struggling. But Just it's fine. Use
1: tools with the weak and incompetent.
0: I'm not weak or incompetent. Use little out of
1: nothingness. You Those who specialize in them. I
0: married a monument of nothingness. Anyway,
1: whatever. You're just mad because you lost.
0: Well, you're just mad. First of all, I shouldn't have said nothing about extenuating because then you just always want to stump me. I do. You went with extenuating because that was a big word to you.
1: <laughs> and I didn't go with it because it was a big word. Uh, I, honestly, I, I was I was unprepared and I was just like looking for a word that we can utilize. And then when you made it seem like it was something super simple, then I was like, oh, so, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I can, um, yeah, lead the charge now for the Black History facts. Since I stumped you, and you're probably like stumped, discombobulated, and discombobulated. Yeah, you know. spell it. <laughs> no,
0: I'm
1: not. <laughs> it's not. It's not about me spelling it. It's about you spelling it. Okay. Golly. Um. So my Black History fact is going to be on July 27th in 1962 my fraternity brother brother martin luther king jr. Mm-hmm. uh was arrested and jailed for holding a prayer uh, vigil in, in albany 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 sorry uh and this uh with him being arrested it also led to uh it led to him halting, um, agreeing to halt demonstra- demonstrations, but it also led to him meeting with uh, President Kennedy at the White House. Okay. So,
0: Shout out to the Reverend Doctor. And for my Black History fact for the, um, this week's episode, um, on, also on July 27th, but uh, the year later, uh, 1963, African-American inventor, Businessman and community community leader Garrett Morgan passed away. Um, many of us know him as the one who, as the man who invented the three-position traffic signal and the smoke hood, which is the modern day um, first, like modern day gas mask. Um, so he passed at the age of, I think, 86, in on ju- July 27th,
1: 1963. So has, he also created um, hair stuff.
0: Mm. oh hair care products I'm looking at that now yes
1: he created hair hair care products oh he
0: said oh it was like he discovered that the liquid could also straighten hair mm-hmm. so he contributed to I guess like the advent of like relaxers and things like that
1: I mean listen black people are amazing always what can't have been. we do yeah you know so
0: well with that said we are going to go ahead and take a quick little break and then we're going to come back and chop it up with y'all some more
1: hey friend it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve what do you suggest you need to get the gains load and lock grips by Gaines sports gear they are more durable than gloves have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves and will protect your hands from calluses do they come in different colors not only do they come in different colors but they are available for men and women Do yourself a favor go to gainsportsgear.com and remember a better grip equals a better lift embrace the process
0: and you too can embrace the process by going to gains that's g-a-i-n-z sportsgear.com and entering the code lovers10 for 10% off your first purchase and now back to the show
1: so before we continue on our show i want to wish a happy birthday to my uncle troy
0: happy birthday uncle troy one of my
1: favorite people in the world my uncle's always happy, happy. <laughs> yeah always happy he always got a rhyme oh. in his heart yes he always have two left feet exactly and he's going to dance and you know um,
0: marches dance this is his own beat
1: Yeah, so um, I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday. Um, Also, before we kind of go into the other session, as I stated earlier, we are celebrating 16 years dating.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And I just wanted to know, what have you learned in 16 years of dating TJ? I've
0: learned how to be patient. Mm. I've learned how to hold my own a little bit more in... uh, the battles that I decide to pick and choose to go up against you with, I've learned to um, love a bit more freely, and a little, a little harder, because you you do that as well. Like you're not always the big bad wolf <laughs> of 122nd Street, but you're also but you're also kind of you know, lovey-dovey and you love unapologetically and you love loudly, and I've learned that from you, and <laughs> somebody sleepy. Always. And, uh, yeah, I think those are a few things that I've learned from you since then. Um, what have you learned from me in 16 years of dating?
1: What have I learned from dating you um, I've learned not to be Or try not to be an asshole as much. (laughs) Um, Danny has the patience of Job. Did I say that right? You did. Okay. Um, And, you know, um, she's taught me to, you know, try to be more patient, um, not be as quick of a quick draw McGraw that I'm used to being. yeah, I think those are the, the major things. Um, just try to be nicer. Um, again, Danny is like I said in, in my post. Everyone needs a Danny in their life, in their life. Let's say lives. Um, and you know, I, I lucked out with with getting her. And you know, um, yeah. So.
0: Thank you, that is, I'm so glad that you shared those kind, sweet words, and that they're on wax. So I can run this back and listen to them.
1: Yeah, even when I dislike you, you can play it so that way you can remember, you can know how I truly feel.
0: Yeah. Well, I know when you dislike me, you dislike me in the moment.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you for allowing me to be myself. That's what I've learned. Also, mm-hmm. Danny really. Danny's probably the only per. Danny and my mother are the only people who allow me to be me. Um, no matter how trash i'm being they uh still love me regardless so um I'm, I'm super thankful for that and that has kind of taught me to kind of try to work on myself because while they love me now doesn't mean that i i doesn't mean that i'm gonna burn doesn't mean that i can't burn my bridge so
0: i appreciate that and i also feel the same way that you know I'm not, I mean, I'm easier to deal with than you are, but I'm not a complete, like, walk in the park all the time either, so.
1: I'm glad you said that on tape.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm, okay, first of all, I'm still, like, way easier than, like, I mean, I'm a. It's
1: different, because your lens is based off of us dating, so that's different. What do you mean? Because all my friends know that I'm easy. Easy what? I'm easy in life. I, I, you just know how to push my button. I don't
0: try to push your buttons. That's the thing. And You may not
1: try to, but it can happen inadvertently. I also think the difference is when you're dating somebody or you're with somebody all the time, it's easier to be annoyed by things or take things out of context. So
0: I 100% agree, which is why I always feel like your argument about, well, how come you don't act like this with... Your friends or your sister or your mother or all these other people. At, I, ne-
1: I never say your mother, but Okay, I, so with, with your... Your sister, definitely.
0: But my point is, though, is that... Friends, definitely. Nobody else pushes my buttons the way you do. That's fair. And you got it, queen. And do, do any of your friends push your buttons the way... All the time. So your friends Not push your don't. buttons, I'm about to say. So, you know... I think that that's always why I feel like that argument doesn't hold weight. I guess because the romantic relationship and the person that you're married to and that you lay with every night is just not is gonna get the level of smoke that no one else in your life is gonna get.
1: That is true, but I also feel like because you are because of that because they are your significant other, you you people tend to take advantage of it. Like they're always gonna be there, so you know.
0: I, I think some people do. But I can put.
1: I can. I cannot. Put in the effort I have to because that person is already there so I don't have to go as hard but like for a friendship or I mean not really for like siblings that's different but
0: yeah but I guess I also think though that there's maybe like also like a level of like understanding that should also be there now it doesn't you, you do need to be reminded you do need to do the work you do need to put in effort don't get me wrong but it's also too like there's just there's just an intimate there's I don't think there's really any greater level of like intimacy than between partners, you know, and because there's the relationship and romantic and, and like yeah, just the relational side of it, but then also too like if you're building a life with somebody, then it's like the, the the business of being married, the business of being in a relationship of homeowners and or renting and bills and insurance and then you throw kids in And then it's it's also you know there's a lot of like transactional things that happen, and then sometimes you have like you're applying business-minded or like maybe like even like professional qualities or capabilities to a a a, a personal relationship, and vice versa. Like, which is why I think sometimes it becomes more difficult for you to, and not you, just you, like people collectively in a relationship to to like differentiate like okay I'm talking to this person from the personal lens or I'm you know or like prefacing myself like I'm talking to you through this like I don't think professional you can't lens
1: yourself because it's, it's co-mingled it's, it
0: is it is hard and it's hard not to get your feelings caught up no
1: definitely I mean sometimes you do just have to take a step back and you have to just be like oh you know let me let me take a step back like I, I I agree. You have to separate sometimes, and, and and that's hard to do because again, it's like we're married, but we're friends, and we're parents together. Podcasters, we're podcasting together. Like we have like so many hats, and that can all be intertwined with each other. So yeah,
0: yeah. Let me ask you this: since we're on the uh, anniversary tip, right? What is one of your, what's like something about me that you've enjoyed seeing change or grow over the last 16 years?
1: That you have a backbone. <laughs> Why is that funny?
0: Because it's a compliment, but I think it was like. I don't know. Maybe like the word choice could be like because it also makes you feel it. It sometimes could sound like well, you were spineless when you were younger and now you have a backbone. No, I,
1: I no, I'm I'm not saying that at all. I'm I'm saying that in the sense of to see how you've grown. Like you're you're still Danny, mm-hmm. but you're tougher, mm-hmm. right? And and you know how to stand up for yourself. I'm not saying that you didn't before, but you know. When you're growing up, you have a lot of different factors that, that play into how you react. And I think that for you it was like, I can't come at my friends this way or I can't come at people this way because then they're gonna look at me a different way. And I think you've shed that. Like you, mm-hmm. you I think you understand, like you can still defend yourself and you know, you can be respectful, but if it has to get rah rah rah, you can still get there and still be respectful. And I'm saying like to me that's that's been exciting to watch cuz i know that you can handle yourself you know you know from from, from arguing with people or or if you're talking you're talking your shit like to see that you're able to like handle your, yourself regardless it's like comforting
0: mm. so you feel like is it cuz you don't have to feel like you have to like swoop in and like yeah
1: i don't yeah i don't, I don't feel like i have to fight your battles for you or mm-hmm. or i have to be there or, or i have to worry that you're not going to be able to stand up against me because you're afraid of whatever or or against anybody, right? Um and and to me that's the that's that's dope. It's like, yeah.
0: Mm. So for me, I think that one of my favorite evolutions of yours has been watching you like watching you sort of like be more I'm not gonna say I, it's not mindful is not the word I want to use um yeah I think you like being more like considerate I think um you would never like you you you're you're way more attention you have a, you have a way stronger attention to detail than I do when it comes to certain things but I think like you Starting like over the last sixteen years, watching you be able to articulate your feelings without it being like like a pendulum swing one way or the other, like you actually like have gotten a lot better at understanding and articulating that when when there are shades of gray, when you know when things are going on, and it's not always black or white, and it's not always like either you're right and I'm wrong or I'm wrong and you're right it's like you know there's there's nuance to stuff and I think like that's something I've grown to appreciate about you is that you were a little bit more like cut and dry when we were younger and then over the course of our relationship you've you started to grow and understand that like everything isn't like that and you know and and although there are times that there are but that you really like have a better like more nuanced understanding of how things work And I appreciate that, too, because I know that, like, these are things that, like, that was a strength of mine or that's an area of mine where I never had an issue with that. Sometimes I am too nuanced about things. And same way how, like, being argumentative and holding your own in argument was something you always were easy, it was always came easy to you. So the fact that, like, we are kind of, like, learning from each other or we're adjusting for each other or, like, to whatever extent, like, I think that that's dope, you know?
1: Agreed. I can see that.
0: I have... Another question.
1: I do, too. But go ahead.
0: You go. I asked the first one, so you go ask the next I one. I
1: asked the first one, and then you would just ask a question. So go ahead. You can go again.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'll go. Yeah. yeah. I was so like, just, you every roll other... Roll your eyes and all I'm gonna, not, like, rolling my eyes like that. You did roll your
1: eyes. Oh, my gosh. Bro. Oh, my gosh. Buckethead. Okay. Best moment, worst moment. Boom. I have my best moments and worst moments, so.
0: And our... So...
1: In our relation in, in our dating relationship
0: so the, not like not Tatum being born like because I a, mean you
1: can you can include that because I mean even though we're married I'm still dating you yeah like I can break up with you in our, in our relationship <laughs> we're Not be, divorced. divorce and still be married to you oh my gosh okay it's just, it's just, that's just the way my brain's going right now
0: best and worst moments in our entire 16 years um but we so anything's fair game
1: anything's fair game.
0: I mean, okay. I'm gonna take Tatum joining the equation out of out of the equi- joining our family out of the equation. That just would be the best moment. It's it's definitely like up there, right? Like okay. she's the, the she's the physical manifestation of our love. And but outside of that, I would say um,
1: I don't want to Sorry. So when I say worse, it doesn't have to be like the most terrible thing. So I have a, I have a worst moment for something that happened with us gift wise <laughs> okay But I go think. ahead
0: all right um i don't know like okay best moment i would say is i mean there's so many great moments i mean i'm trying I'm to try- okay so i'm trying to think of like Dating And not just like marriage and baby. That's, that's that's that's, so cool. that's why I'm like trying to like... So let me... Uh, you go first. And then I... And so I my help worst,
1: our worst dating moment for me was when you got me that PlayStation 2.
0: I hated you so much after that.
1: And I was not appreciative of it.
0: Yeah, you were an asshole.
1: I wasn't an asshole. I was very straightforward. Blame my mother. But I hated it because of how it made you feel mm. and that wasn't my intention mm-hmm. i thought i was just being honest and it'll be like whatever but you know knowing that you you know saved your money up and you thought you were doing, doing something. It, you know honestly that that's the precursor to my indecisiveness but I,
0: that's why i don't like buying you shit it's
1: why by my shit anyway. Mm. Um, so that would probably be my worst, my best moment. <sighs> like you said, we have a, we've had a lot of moments. Um, I would probably say our first trip together, like our first flight when we went to Orlando. Mm-hmm. That was like a really fun time.
0: Okay. So with that I'm going to say my best one is also another trip. So um, Orlando was cool, but we still had I think we still argued on the trip at, at one point. I
1: mean, when don't we argue? That's, I mean, cuz
0: you well when are you not a moody Mary? Oh. So So it's my fault. That you, that's what you're saying. I distinctly remember you walk, I don't remember you argument. walked away from me in Harry Potter land because you were mad cuz I wasn't walking fast enough cuz my foot hurt. <laughs> and so but on the I don't, af-
1: I don't remember that, but go ahead.
0: On the flip, best moment, one of the ones, or maybe like if think about trip wise too, um, I enjoyed when we did our trip to Vegas. We were engaged, and we went to Vegas, and we did the like the um, construction equipment thing. Okay, that was that, fun. That was a lot of fun.
1: Well, the reason why I said Orlando because I was like, that was our first trip anywhere
0: together. That any, was like on a flight. That was our first flight. But I think our first
1: trip was Atlantic City. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, but it was, there was like family. Fl- no.
1: Remember when it was like my birthday weekend? My mother used a time chair and we went to Atlantic City in like March, but it was like freezing.
0: I vaguely remember we that. We took now. the
1: bus there.
0: Yes, I remember the bus trip. Yeah. <laughs>
1: now I remember the bus trip. So I'm just, but I'm saying Orlando was our first. I remember that because we flew to Orlando. I had to, I bought a, uh, the new Palm. Remember? You probably don't remember. So.
0: But the trio thing, you
1: It was yeah, but it was like the sliding touchscreen one, but. I remember we like the phone came out that that weekend and we were in Orlando. You were taking a nap. I left. I went you to go did. Get. You went and got the phone in Florida. Went. I did. So you, you had your sh- gun range. Yes, my, we I went, went to the deaf. All you can eat um, B- lobster, lobster buffet. Tent, right? and lobster I, buffet. And I, you
0: were putting the lobsters in my face. Yeah. And I was so fucking disgusted because I don't like lobster.
1: And See? so I remember like. Those. I mean, Vegas was dope too. I remember that when we did um
0: the dig this and yeah, not else. say you gotta Dig this because no, said that. something said dick this.
1: I said dick this. <laughs> dig this. Golly. Yeah.
0: So I would. I don't know if they still do it, but and and again Corona. But at whatever point, if you can, it was so much fun because you like it was obviously off the strip, but you literally could like you paid and you got to drive around like construction equipment. So me and TJ were like racing with like. In fucking tractors and uh, bulldozers and stuff like that. And we were flipping, like, those big old, like, 18-wheeler tires and stuff. So it was just a lot of fun. Um, worst moment dating-wise, if I think about us being young, Shit. Does it count my, the first Christmas? Does that not count?
1: I mean, you can count it. I mean... You gave
0: me a bullshit watch? That,
1: that's the case. That was, like, 17 years. That was in 03.
0: Okay. Well, then... I mean, you can get it,
1: though. Um, I mean, watch, was it, the presentation was bullshit. The presentation was utter bullshit. It okay. was garbage. And I've made up for it. You have. All right, then. But you, you, no,
0: well, you have made up for it as far as the quality of your gifts, but your presentation sometimes is still lacking because you'll, like, hand people stuff and you'll be like, here.
1: I don't got time for all that. You don't I, rap
0: shit. I don't. You know like, the cake made me cry because that was the most, like, that was the best presentation of all the gifts you gave me for my birthday this year. Everything else you were like, oh, this came in the mail here. And, like, Father's Day, I, like, had it all, like, laid out on the bed. And I had Tatum bring you upstairs. And you had the car and stuff. So, presentation does matter.
1: To some people. I'm very simple. I don't...
0: So, I can just start tossing boxes at you and be like, here. Um, like you if, did to me. If that's what you wanted
1: to do. But I, 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 can, I can take the constructive criticism. And I can make sure that I will put more effort into that i've never really been good at it so
0: um okay so my question what is or was when um your what is one of your favorite memories of us like of like one of our like regular things that we did when we were like still young and dating like living at home and
1: Say that one more time.
0: So, like, what is one of your fondest memories of us, like, just from that time when we were, like, still, like, high school, early college, and dating?
1: I would say probably, like, meeting up after school. Mm-hmm. And, like, going to the pizza store. That was what I was going to say. And, and, um... Is that police? Yeah, see, I mean, you, you remember all that stuff. But, yeah, like, that was... I mean, I was just, like, the innocent times. And we would, like... Do it, <laughs> eat, and then they do it. Like, that's when we was like in love, like rabbits. That's when you know you ain't have no time.
0: I mean, you had nothing but time. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, like, so, um, I'd probably say that, um, and then like when we were in college, kind of like those summers off, like, you know, running Summer, winters, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, I would say, um, I definitely like high school. Was definitely like the we would go get a slice, or we would get Chinese food, and or we would get and get the little, I guess it was called Zeppelis, right? Whatever. Yes. And we would watch movies, or watch um, The Simpsons, or I'd watch you play video games, or I'd take a nap and you play video games, and we just were like hanging out and shooting the shit, and like didn't really have a care in the world except for homework and. Um, and, like, that was always a lot of fun. And then um, my, um, as far as, like, college, I think I really liked when we would, like... So I'll say this. Like, I really like being, like, at, like, social events with TJ. Like, I, that was one of the few things, like, we all have friends who, like, didn't want to necessarily be at the same party with their girl or with their boyfriend. But TJ never, never, I mean, unless you think otherwise but I feel like you and I never had a problem being at like parties together because like we would be with our friends and our like our respective like circles and we would like we would hang out together but then we would also go do our own thing and I had a lot of fun like partying with you and like thinking about like the concerts and stuff that we went to like between Coppin and Morgan and Towson um like, we went to go see Lil Wayne and we saw T Pain, and you know, and mind y'all, this is like 05 to 09, so this is like peak. Yeah, we seen peak Lil Wayne, Wayne yeah. peak T Pain. Yeah, this was like Trace Songs. Yeah, so like Trace Song, yeah, that was you know, I, I just had a lot of fun with, the, with that too.
1: So, would you see our high school time was so short. And our college time was four years
0: well five
1: TJ. yeah um and then I'm just trying and then we have our adult years which which time was and that's unfair because for me like having Tatum like that's when my life like really started but all right so prior to Tatum prior to getting married, let's just say that which era was your I guess funnest?
0: Prior to Tatum.
1: Prior to Tatum.
0: What was our most fun
1: era? For you, mine was like our college, like when me, you, and Eric lived together. Yeah, that definitely. Was like my peak. Highlight. Yeah. That was like we had a fucking ball and in then college. When Megan moved in. You remember when we, when we snuck into the pool?
0: Yes, and I got stuck at the top of the fence.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not athletic at all, but whatever.
0: And I cut I cut my thigh.
1: It's not athletic. That's how. I mean, listen, when you're when you're from Queens and you live in a big house, see, and, and then don't, you don't do any like you don't do any hood rat things.
0: Oh, so you're calling you saying people from Harlem are hood rats? Okay, no, we I'm, can I'm go. Just, we I'm, can... I'm
1: just saying when your words not mine. I'm just saying when you don't live in a big house with a driveway and, and, and I did not grow up in a big house. In comparison, like I grew up in an apartment before we moved there, but like when I lived, in, let me tell you, when we lived in the towers, we used to like do the express on the. On the elevator. So, when you go on the elevator, right, it was a way that you can make, like, the front door close, but the inside be open. And yeah. then if you put your hand up, you just it just skips all the floors. So, we used to do that, right? And then we'll, like, stop it in between the floor and then jump out.
0: That was dumb.
1: But that's, that's what people did. That's like people who, like, subway surf. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but it wasn't as... Now that I think about it, it, was like very dangerous. You you sound
0: like you could have lost all types of arms and legs. Well, I don't
1: know if you'd have lost arms and legs, but technically you could have. Now that I'm thinking about it, like it was fun doing it, and it was like the peer pressure you do it, and it was like technically you could have jumped and then fell down the shaft, all that. But it was just something that everybody was doing, and you know what I mean. But yeah,
0: I couldn't. I would have never done. It. I I had it. There was a story. That, I don't know if it was at my mom's or one of my one of the buildings my mom used to work at or my dad used to work at and like somebody like was holding the elevator for someone and got decapitated. It was like all in New York all in the papers and stuff. And like the head fell into the elevator and then the body was still oh, in the lobby. Yeah. And so like people were on the oh, people, Listen,
1: I have yeah. I have the man upstairs and he made sure that I, I made it. So
0: This is true. Um let me see. But I
1: was saying that to say, like we used to like they used to like, I would say we, but I, I never really did it. Like we used to do manhunt around the block, like Booker mm-hmm. Key and stuff like that. But they used to do like manhunt, like like the older kids. They would do manhunt like in the subway, like hop on the subway, go somewhere, and they're playing manhunt in the city of New York. Yo, living in New York was so lit, mm-hmm. but it was also like mad dangerous, very dangerous, and it was very weird times, right? And I think that's why the dude Ray Ray. I, I like hearing the stories because some of the shit I can relate to, some of the shit I couldn't, right? Yeah. Like, my it's, parents is way too scary, so, like, I may have went to one skate key party.
0: I went to one skate key party,
1: and my, too. Yeah, my, my parents weren't really for that, you know what I mean? But, like, when he was talking about, like, different fashion and shit like that, wearing Pals, my parents weren't getting me Pals. But I wasn't even into that stuff, so I wouldn't have asked for it. I remember Anthony had an Abrex when Abrex was, like, big. I remember And they tried, to, they tried to rob him. But Anthony was like, "I'm not giving you my jacket," which is stupid. But mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't like hurt him or nothing. But you know, I'm just saying. So for me, I think that, like I said earlier, the the nostalgic of just seeing that stuff. I remember like the summers we used to like go from 110th to like 42nd Street. I remember one summer, me, George, Will, and Brandon started on 110th, and we like I feel like George had a fucking scooter. Don't ask me why, but he had a scooter, and we went from 110th to like 60 something Street. We walked there, and then we hopped on the train to go to 40 Deuce. Like, yo, know, it was just so much shit mm-hmm. that you could get into and do, you know. Um, and then an- another thing, you know, now that I'm thinking about it. I'm sorry, y'all, we I'm going down memory lane, and then I know all
0: the, this episode is titled Nostalgia.
1: I miss. I really feel like I missed partying in New York because I was. Here yeah, it was a school. different experience. Like, like, yeah, but I don't know if that was. I mean, obviously that 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 was meant to happen that way because I don't know if I would be the same person I am today if I was going to New York super heavy and everything else. Like, I don't know if I would have. But even then, like like I said, my mother wasn't like my parents weren't really into like me hanging out mm-hmm. just to hang out or hanging out on blocks and. You know, in New York, there was a time where everyone had, had their cliques and I wanted to be down. My mother was just like, no, you can't be a part of no cliques and none of that. Like both of them. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just different things that just triggered, but it made me remember and shit like that. So yeah, but yeah growing up in New York was was fire.
0: It was. And I mean, I, I, I totally... Um, Understand that, but and you know, it's like on one hand, we kind of miss some of it because we are like real, like running around years and we were like
1: over 18, 21, like we, we were we down, running around here. we was running around but it was still great, it no, was just no, no, different. No, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not, it, I'm not taking that, I'm not, I'm not taking it away, but it's kind of like I do have the what if moments, like you know, what mm. I mean, like when one when, when man Rock be talking about like BB Kings and how they had it going up and shit like that, I never went, you know, what I mean, I, mm. I mean, get, granted, I. I also I also contribute that to like your friends and the people that you hang with because no one I was really hanging with was doing that like yeah Will wasn't hanging out like that Christian mm. I think Christian had left by that time yeah so it's it's just you know what I mean so I was kind of forced to like hang out in Baltimore more and mm-hmm. especially once I got my, my own apartment so that that I've, that really changed everything but not taking anything away from from my experiences so
0: absolutely. Um, hmm. In the spirit of trips down memory lane, um, what was a moment when we were dating, or was there a moment when we were dating when you were like, oh, I gotta, like, she gotta stick around. I gotta get her to stick around?
1: When you cleaned my room was oh, still that one okay yeah I mean that that was my that I mean that was like my I, 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 that you were a keeper I mean I think that my family liking you was 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 that as well and and we mm-hmm. just meshed you know um I mean God really laid down the foundation and made it easy for me I'm gonna just say it was just it was kind of like a it was a no-brainer so um you weren't difficult you you, you didn't really Taught me or or make me not be TJ. Like I was able to be myself, and for the most part, I was able to be myself and not have to worry about like I can't joke like this or I can't talk to a woman this way because my wife or my girlfriend at the time is gonna be jealous. Like you weren't jealous, I wasn't jealous. It, it just mm-hmm. it just worked out for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it 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 was very simple just to kind of live my life and not have to worry. So.
0: Mm-hmm um
1: and for you what was your moment besides when i yeah
0: oh my gosh i think for me it was um i think you were like it was somebody's i don't know if it was your graduation no were we engaged by the time you graduated
1: um by the time i graduated from towson yeah, I mean, yeah, I did 2011. I proposed to you in 2000. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, so. You don't even know when I proposed to you. I do know you proposed to me, duh. What
0: date? April um, 20th. It was 10 days after you crossed.
1: Anyway, go ahead. Nigga. You almost forgot it. I
0: didn't forget it. I was just trying to, like. But it was something, well, maybe.
1: I get it. You're so old that you don't remember that far back. I got it. Oh, my God. I got See, it. this That's is why you, you lose you know, me. Is that when you turn a year older? Anyway.
0: Well, go ahead. We, um. We were at your parents' house and you were given some like speech or whatever. And I don't know, you were just like, you included me in your speech as far as like being integral or pivotal to your success or to the the milestone that you would achieve. I don't know if it was, I don't even know if it was like your, maybe it wasn't your birthday if we were in the backyard, but it was something over the summer. And you just were, you were just really, really like very public and very like serious and, and you had a lot of conviction. That's what it was. You had a lot of conviction in what you said about how you felt about me. And I was just sitting there, and I guess I kind of felt like a shift in me. Like, oh, I'm like, yo, he really, like, fucks with me. Like, he really wants, like, I'm, because, you know, TJ always was like, I'm marry you. You're A, we're getting married. Like, it was, like, very matter-of-fact for him. And I was always kind of like, yeah, okay, sure. But looking back, like, that was the moment where I, like, actually heard him, like, articulate in like a thoughtful manner how important I was to him. And that's when it like made me realize, like, oh, I'm like, we are we are not just kinda like killing biding our time here. We are really like doing something and going a distance. Um, so yeah. Do you have any maybe like one or two more questions before we I think we should stay on this wavelength, but then, you know, as we maybe start to wrap up, do you have any other questions about where we are and who, where we've, been, how far we've come.
1: Not necessarily, not really. Um,
0: I'm trying to think if I have. One. I do have one more. Go ahead. Okay. Um, and this spans all 16 years. Funniest moment, like, and it could be where you laughed with me or you laughed at me.
1: You peed on yourself.
0: <laughs> okay. So for me. Is when you scream like a bitch <laughs> after we argue, and you thought the ghost—you thought a ghost
1: touched you. It definitely touched me. <laughs> it's definitely a ghost that warned me.
0: Yeah. TJ was trying to make this mad, fucking dramatic exit. It wasn't I dramatic. It, it wasn't. Was, you it grabbed. Was,
1: you grabbed the blanket? I did grab my blanket. Yeah, you. Because I was, I was getting the fuck out of you there. You sound
0: like a fucking toddler. Like I'm taking my blinky and I'm going home.
1: Whatever. And
0: you went Yo, I don't think TJ fucking hit the top step.
1: It <laughs> wasn't the top step. I was walking past the bed. I was walking past Tatum's room, and something touched me, and I was like, Oh no! Nah. It was the
0: tag from the blanket.
1: I don't know. Nah, it wasn't. Yo, I'm telling you. It was something that was warning me that was like, yo, if you go downstairs, it's over for you.
0: Yeah. TJ, I was sitting in the bed and he was mad and we argued and he walks out with his fucking comforter. And then like 10 seconds later, I, like, it, was,
1: like, it wasn't like that. Come on.
0: No, it was it like?
1: It wasn't like it, that. It like, was, oh,
0: shit. No, it was way high. It was like, no, it something like, like that. Whatever. It was,
1: anyway, it was, it was like, huh? Whatever it was, that, that listen, my mother always say, you listen to, you know, listen to that gut feeling. And that gut feeling told me, if you go downstairs, you may not come back up. So <laughs> he I went back down. in the room and Danny was like, what's wrong? And I told her what happened. She <laughs> laughed at me and then, you know, uh, argument, uh, I still can't tell you what we were arguing about. Cause it was so funny. I mean, it was probably something that you did wrong. So now
0: yeah, everybody listening, including but anyway, me, you know, no, that's bullshit. Well, yeah. Happy anniversary.
1: Happy 16 years. 16 goddamn
0: years. So it, now that you're 32, yeah, you've known me half your life.
1: Mm-hmm. And we've dated half my you've
0: life. Dated, you've dated half my life. F- because years. we
1: don't really count. 03 Oh, three. Oh, three. Really. I don't remember when... Yeah, because that's when you was being a slide for real. Yeah, first of all, <laughs> nigga, watch your mouth. I mean... I'm going to smack the shit out of you. You a little thot.
0: You a little thot box. I wasn't being a thot box. I was nothing of the sort. you're probably going to be like, watch your mouth.
1: Duh, 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 exactly. All other stuff. My he sister was,
0: said she got one good fight left and she going to beat your ass. Yeah, okay. Listen. Anyway,
1: you a little thot box. I
0: wasn't being a little thot box. You
1: was. Even when I... First off, let's, you was a, you was let's still talk about a that. Set. On the 27th of 2004... You try to make me your friends with benefit, pretty much. Thought you had thought tendencies. I didn't have. I saved tennis. you. I was. I was. I just, saved. You no, know, if I was smart, I, I was weighing just, my I, options. I would have allowed you to just be in the thought box. So I was like, nah. I, was, I see the potential in this thoughty box.
0: I was not a thought box. <laughs> I was weighing you, you my was options. thought box. And also too, you were like, you know, I needed to have a little bit more conviction from you, and you were, you know, doing what you do best, and. Which is what? Just kind of like being indecisive. Like, I love being indecisive. Really? I told you I wanted you to be
1: my girl, and you was like, well, I we can like, just be friends with benefits. I don't know if you said friends with benefits, but you alluded to the fact that it was like, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool for the moment. But you know me. Like, when I'm sure, I'm sure. So I'm like, nah, I called her, I called her back. I'm like, listen, is even going to be my girl? You're not going to be my girl. And then I said, okay. Exactly. And then here we I are. I saved you I didn't in the say. streets. You're welcome. You didn't save me This episode should be, you're welcome.
0: No. Your name is not fucking Maui. This ain't Moana. You're welcome. No. I saved you. No. I saved you, nigga. I took you from the
1: slums of Queens. See? And this is why. (laughs) The slums of Hollis. Words mean things. This is
0: why word (laughs) choice matters. (laughs) Fucking. I saved you from the dirt.
1: That doesn't hurt my feelings.
0: Okay. And so, I just feel like we are far from perfect and we still have a long way to go as far as growth and development as a couple but 100%. we are you like definitely each other's one of each other's best friends and we've been through so much together and it's been like it's you know it's definitely been way more fun than it's been fuck ups and heartaches and stuff like that but i wouldn't do this with anybody else agreed yeah cuz i make you better you what i make you better
1: we make each other better
0: yes but I am your better half or your better whole whatever you want to call it better whole like cause you it's, know like we're not 50/50. we're not whole we're not halves of, we don't complete each other we're our own persons but we complement each other
1: you lost me oh n- it math was never be your strong suit two halves equal of equal one like we bring this half and this half together equals
0: I'm aware whole. of that
1: okay so, you get half, him, half a TJ, half a Danny equals the buyer. What sense. I'm trying
0: to say is no, one whole Danny and one whole TJ make the buyer sense. Mm. So, we're two, because we are our own people. I, I get that. Oh my goodness. Well, you know what? Word choice and semantics and spelling and grammar and syntax you are it. not your strong suits, You so. are. It's not.
1: And math isn't yours either. But you know what? I'm not here for that. But I bet, I, ma- I bet you
0: I have better math grades than you.
1: Where did you graduate from?
0: Friday Douglas Academy.
1: No, I'm taught college. Towson. Where did I graduate from? Towson. Right Where did you get into? I-, I got into Coppin. But then I got into Towson. Okay. Just because I had to take the longer road don't mean anything. okay. You know what I mean? We didn't all grow up with a silver spoon in our mouth. silver spoon, my nigga? You had a driveway so with a garage you, that y'all didn't use, but you, y'all had a garage.
0: You lived you had a motherfucking... in a brownstone in Harlem. At 14, grew 15, the... okay. around that time. And you grew up on the Upper West Side.
1: I grew up in Harlem, grew... the beginning of Harlem. Okay,
0: Exactly. 110 street is you would tap dancing on the line of white people. All right, whatever. First off... I was Hollis is no white people. So no, I'm, I'm
1: not saying that, but 110th Street, where, where I'm from growing up, it, that wasn't like where it is now, yes, that's, it's, it's like white people prime. But growing up, it wasn't like the, the safest neighborhood or anything like that. We had mad gangs, the Yellow Top Crew, all that. Like, <laughs> Who? The Yellow Top Crew. I was, never heard of them. You gotta look it up. It was a, it was a gang called Yellow Top Crew because their drug vows he was yellow, yellow top.
0: Yeah. I, I and, that
1: much. So when I worked at the district attorney's office, they, uh, they showed us.
0: They was like, get that nigga.
1: No. No. They showed us like one of their cases. It was about the yellow top crew. And that's, but I never put two and two together. But like, as I'm watching like the slideshow and they're talking about it, like I'm seeing the mural, the mural that used to be on 108th or 107th. That's not there no more. But I'm seeing stuff and I'm like, that looks very familiar. And it was about the Yellow Top Crew. And that's how I found out more information about it. But yeah, like it wasn't... And in our courtyard, it used to be like crack vials. I remember me and me and Will was playing with like the crack vials. And my mother was like, don't you ever touch that. But, Stoop dupes. Well, we didn't know what it was. I mean, technically, I mean, the crack vials is really fish. Is where people keep the fish. What's the name? Fish bait. Mm-hmm. But they use it for drugs. But yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that we both graduated from Taos University. So you can have the better grades, but where you graduated from, I graduated from. Don't you forget it.
0: Mhm. I mean, I could say something else, but I'm not. No,
1: no, go ahead. We've been together for no, 16 just, years. It's
0: something that I'm leaving. I, I vowed not to bring that up anymore. So. Bring what up? I vowed not to use this as a leverage against you nope. when it comes to You already brought it up. Your so education. You already
1: brought it up. What? As far as, I mean. Oh, because you helped me with my work? Is that is that what you're going to go at? Yeah. I mean, listen, I was smart enough to know that you was going to do it for me. So why not?
0: Mm. So did you
1: really? A bachelor's degree, Danielle, helped me tremendously she the bachelor's degree can say daniel virus and I'll, I'll put it on wax so that way you can feel vindicated i don't feel
0: vindicated no, i'm just saying my dual masters
1: all tj yeah. i'll take that
0: my masters too all danny
1: mm. you, yeah took you a couple of tries but yeah
0: wow it took me a couple of tries it's up to a five-year program i finished in three mm.
1: Did I fail any classes for my masters? No. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay, we're going to do that though. Um, and where did where did you get your masters woo-hoo! from?
1: That was a good one. You got it. I want no problems.
0: Where did I get my masters from?
1: From You got it from the John Hopkins University. Is it SM Johns? johns hopkins whatever i don't care okay then so you got it with that yes you, 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 you have a more prestigious and I'm, I'm proud of you
0: i'm proud of you too real talk there's yeah. no i all jokes over here because ultimately we are still both successful and happy and healthy that is true well folks thanks for taking this trip down memory lane with us because I didn't expect the episode to go this way, but I'm glad it did. It was nice kind of revisiting all the young dumb shit and fun shit that we did. And um, make sure that you tune in with us so that way you can see behind the scenes stuff about from my birthday coming up soon and any other little snippets of our life lives, excuse me, that we have going on. And you can find all of that by following us on Instagram at Show, or on Twitter at LoversCoral 7 Or if you have any questions, concerns, feedbacks, you want to know more about us, email us at show at gmail.com. Also make sure you subscribe, like, share, tag, follow, all the above um, on all of our platforms. We're even on YouTube. So just Look up Danny and TJ Lovers quarrel and we are there. Um, Thank you all for listening and riding with us, and we hope that you enjoy this episode and us talking our shit. Um, As always, you know that I am your girl, Danny.
1: And I'm your guy, TJ. And
0: you know that we fuss. We fight, but but we we love. love. Bye.
1: You really try to come at me.
0: You came first, and I love you too.
1: Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.